Hey ladies, welcome back to Save the Girls Podcast. We're your hosts Jocelyn Haas and Michaela Johnson and continue listening for today's episode. Okay, so today's episode is about forgiveness and yes, we're really (laughs) struggling with the words to say y'all, so please give us grace and just keep your ears open if we start to stray away from what we're really trying to talk about forgive us yes because it's been a day so i we wanted to start the episode out with a scripture because i just feel like we could talk about whatever we want to talk about but what does the word say and forgiveness is all over the bible it's in a lot of the main books of the bible and obviously that's almost like the main concept of christianity because if jesus never died for us there would be no forgiving us like god wouldn't be able to forgive us if jesus didn't die and the scripture that we picked is ephesians 4 32 and this just embodies everything that i feel like you need to know about forgiveness and the basics one of the basics of Christianity as a whole. So it says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ God forgave you. And like I said, we've re-recorded, which we do pretty much every time, but one of the things that we were saying before is how can, why do we think that we're too good to forgive each other when Jesus forgave us the scum of the earth like we are no better than the dirt in the ground without jesus dying for us like just let that sink in like god forgave us he sent jesus because he loves us so much he forgave the worst of the worst he forgave the murderers of the world he forgave the thieves of the world he forgave cheaters and manipulators and all of these terrible people he forgave them like, he loves us so much that he sent Jesus to to be able to forgive us because God can't even deal with sin. Like, he's so pure, so holy, so good that he cannot even deal with sin unless there's something that covers it, which is the blood of Jesus. And, oh, I'm getting the chills. I'm so happy we prayed that last prayer because I feel like it gave me the fire. God gave me the fire to be able to record. But, um, yeah. So I just wanted to go based off that. Yeah, I do like completely agree with that because I just, I think back to when I, because sometimes I struggle with it and I don't humble myself and then I think about it. Like when I, when God really want to, really wants to humble me, he brings me back to when I first became, Mm. when I first got saved. Because it's just like, I was out there doing whatever I wanted. I was drinking, I was smoking, I had sex before marriage and God still looked at me and he was like, I love you. Yeah. Like, I want you. That's good. And I was like, dang. Yes. Like, he forgave me for all the things I did. Mm-hmm. In the bigger picture. Like, he knew the bigger picture of my life. And he, if he wouldn't have, like, get, almost gave me those little glimpses of it, like, I would have been like, okay, whatever. But God forgave me. Yeah. Even when those, those times where I'm like, oh, I don't really feel like reading my word. God still forgives me. He still loves me. Yeah. And I think I... I do have to remind myself that because sometimes I forget like how much like how often God forgives me mm-hmm. like every single day God forgives me yeah so and it's like the little sins we do we do the the littlest sins are the same as like 
what you want to call big sins mm-hmm. and God still forgives them all equal. He views them all the same. So me telling a lie or me gossiping, that's a sin as big as me murdering somebody. Mm-hmm. So I just like think about that oftenly too. I'm like, dude, you yeah. know? And not only that, but as I look at that scripture too, it says, be kind and compassionate to one another. And then it talks about forgiving. So don't forgive with a heart that's like, ugh, I don't want to really forgive you, but I'm doing it because I'm supposed to. No, like genuinely mean it and be kind and compassionate towards your fellow sinner. Like they're just doing what they know to do. Some people are just, well, people who hurt people are hurt people. It's not like they're doing it just because they're happy people and they have a happy life. No, a lot of times, I mean, maybe sometimes they just don't realize they're hurting you, but a lot of times people who say things or that are rude in certain ways or do things to hurt us, it's because they're going through a battle themselves that we just can't see. It might be in their mind. It might be when they go home. They might be getting abused. You never know what somebody's going through. So yeah, it might still hurt you and it doesn't just excuse what they did. Don't get me wrong. Like it doesn't just excuse the hurt that they implemented on you, but it does let them know like, hey, God forgave me. I love you and I know that you're hurting right now and I choose to forgive you because I see you for more than just what you did to hurt me, Mm -hmm. which is just what God does to us. He sees us for more than what we did to hurt him because our sin hurts him. I was thinking about when you said that I, in church, um, I'm going, I just started watching this new relationship series and it's called relationship goals. And he brought up like, you need to see people through God's eyes. Like, that's one of the, he gave different things. And then one of the things, like, the techniques was seeing people through God's eyes. Mm -hmm. And I can't bring myself to forgive somebody unless I'm going to look at somebody through God's eyes. Mm. If you're struggling with forgiveness, you can ask God to show them, you, them, through his eyes. Because God sees us all so beautiful and imperfect, but he's working on us and he wants to get us there. He isn't just leaving us. And I think that's something I had to learn. And another thing is I had to learn how to forgive myself. And Mm -hmm. I'm still learning that because I don't see myself how God sees me. Yeah. So we need to almost bring yourself back to and be like, I need to forgive me too. Mm -hmm. And that's a big thing. And forgiveness isn't something that happens overnight. Like it could take weeks. It could take months. It could even take years. It takes a process and in your own time. And you forgive them because not for the other person but it's between you and god yeah and that's one thing i had to learn it it isn't about me it is not about me it's not about the other person sorry not about the other person it's about like my heart with god to make that Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so i was like dang like it really brought me back because i'm like dude like i need to forgive this person not for them but for me yeah we don't realize how much unforgiveness actually hurts us Mm -hmm. it's not hurting the other person you holding on to this one situation or whatever it is isn't hurting the other person it's hurting you Mm -hmm. and so for you to actually like you said get right with god and have your heart in the right posture at god's feet you have to be able to forgive um and i was telling kaylee yesterday i had gotten this forgiveness journal for my birthday and i never opened it and for some reason i was just like dang like i just feel like i haven't Not like forgave a lot of people, but I feel like I don't know how to forgive certain people for certain situations. Like sometimes it's just rooted so deep. You're like, God, how do I even forgive? How do I forgive? And so I remembered that I had this journal and it's a Christian, it's a Christian based book, but it's kind of cool because 
it's a book slash journal. So she has, you know, explains things and then she has little excerpts with um, like a prompt and then you you answer the prompt or whatever. And one of the things she said is she was like, forgiveness is not excusing, this is like a paraphrase, so it isn't word for word, but forgiveness isn't an excuse for that the other person to just like get off with what they did. That's not what it is. Forgiveness is holding some, I forget exactly what the word is, but basically holding somebody accountable, but still loving them. And just choosing, or she was like, it's not, it's letting go, not forgetting. And that, that resonates with me so much because it's like, we don't have to forget to let go of. That's just like, you can love people from an arm's length away because you know that might not be a healthy person for you, but it's still healthy for you to let go of what they, the hurt that they have done to you right? Mm, I did this brain spotting. We, I've talked about it in the past. Me and Josh both have. And I did brain spotting on unforgiveness on a couple different people. And I was talking about one of my family members that I was harboring unforgiveness towards. And I was like, yeah, I know. And it's fine. She's like, but it's not okay. After I was talking about these things. And she was like, but it's not okay. And you need to remember that you need to forgive them. Like, because for your own sake Mm -hmm. but it's not okay what they're doing to you and when she said that I was like almost like confirm it like or confirmation 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 (laughs) like oh my gosh like thank you for like confirming that what they are doing is wrong because when I would bring up what this person does to me does hurt me people would be like ah just ignore them yeah and I'm like I can't ignore it like I I literally would say I don't know how you can ignore these things well, and the thing is, too, if it's, like, a family member, of course your family's going to be like, well, just forget about it yeah. and just move on. And, okay, yeah, but that's not going to help. That's not going to truly help anybody right. just avoiding the situation. Exactly. No, then then resentment mm-hmm. starts happening, and then you start to hate that person. Yep. And that that is what the Bible describes. Like, when you harbor unforgiveness, this isn't word for word, but when you harbor unforgiveness, it turns into other things. Mm-hmm. It grows ugly it bears bad fruit essentially like you can't just harbor unforgiveness in your heart for a long time it turns into resentment and it turns into ugly things exactly and then it just keeps growing yeah it like will start with this little thing and you're like yeah I don't like them and then it turns into these random things because in the past before I was saved I used to like start not liking someone for example and then all of a sudden like it started from not like to not like to like a hatred towards them and I'm like, I don't even know why I hate this person. Yeah. And I remember after I got saved, my first sermon at the church I started going to was unfor- like on forgiveness. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, God, I don't know really who you are, but like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. And then it came, now I know what he was doing now. But in the past, I'm like, I don't like them. Yeah. And then it grows and grows and grows. And like Josh said, you do get a resentment towards them. It's almost like jealousy comes out and all these things come out, but it's like, why you know what I mean and now I know why but yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) well and like those things don't feel good to feel exactly you don't want to feel those things but then you almost can't help but feel those things Mm -hmm. and so that's something like I'm not coming from a place like oh yeah I've totally got it figured out like I forgive everyone who hurts me like no I'm still very much going through that process and learning how to forgive and understanding that that's like one of the main foundations of my faith is to be able to forgive people 
And even the Bible says if somebody slaps one cheek, you have to turn the other cheek and slap it. And it's a hard pill to swallow. But when you actually, when you do become the bigger person and do the, like, act in that way, you feel so much better walking away from the situations because you know you dealt with it right. And you know that you're mature in that, in that moment, you know? Yeah, I actually even think yesterday again in the church service that I watched it was talking about how this one one of their missionaries went over to Africa I think it was and she one of the guys was running for mayor and he was like he was running and this other guy was like starting rumors and all this stuff against him and the guy eventually dropped out because it was starting to get like not good for him and his family to be part of the race this is very summarized and so um he was like i'm sorry but he just dropped out and he handled it very maturely and like a christian should and the other mayor eventually like reached out to this guy and he was like no the guy who was threatening him. yeah the guy who was threatening him reached out to him and he was like um what did he say he was like I don't know who your God is, but I want to know like what. Because he was like the way that you handle yes. that situation is like something I've never seen somebody handle it mm-hmm. before. He was like, I want to know what this Jesus is that you follow. Mm-hmm. And I just think about that, like this guy and the guy invited invited him invited to him his- over, and then two weeks later, after the guy got witness to died. Wow. And. I'm just okay this is this is crazy but the revelation I just got from that whole story is like again bringing it back God or Jesus knew the whole big picture when he went up on the cross so this God knew the whole big picture of this guy's life Mm -hmm. he had to let this guy drop out of the race because to show his love and passion and like basically contentment as a Christian because he knew God was going to take care of him to show this other guy like this is my God. But not only that, like, the guy had to choose to obey what God said. Because mm-hmm. he very much could have went through with the race. He could have won. Exactly. And the guy never would have would have met mm-hmm. Jesus. He never would have seen somebody act in the right Christian way yep. for him to be like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, who, how, how can anybody act like that? Right. I'm sure it was not easy for this guy. I'm sure, like, it was probably one of the hardest things. I'm sure there was a lot of money put into it. I'm sure yeah. there was a lot of emotional and physical stress that was put into it and he still chose god over all of that yeah and that just goes to show the importance of obedience because we never know like who if we're abiding by what god says in the bible we never know who could be watching us in the way we live and that could bring them to jesus whether it's through a conversation with them or just from them watching us online you never know who could be saved by the way that you're doing things exactly and like it's through the grace of god that any of these things happen and like we don't have strength without god Mm -hmm. so like living day by day like let me tell you sometimes like i get very upset and i i'm like bro like i can't do this but god's like no like you're gonna do this because this is your assignment Mm -hmm. and you're gonna show people my goodness through my grace mm-hmm. that I give you. And it's so crazy to me because God gives us countless grace. Like, <laughs> I could turn it down every day and God's still going to give it to me the next day. Yeah. Like, no matter what. Every morning he wakes us up and he's like, I put, I woke you up this morning for some reason. Yeah. And we're doing what God wants us to do. Like, I want my, well, I hope I'm doing what God wants me to do. Mm-hmm. I hope my life is a reflection, one, of what God's love is like. And two, like, 
to show people like how good God is. Yeah. Not the reason why somebody's like, you're a Christian and you're acting like that. I was just about to say like <laughs> imagine because there's plenty of times where somebody will cut me off on the freeway oh and I will gosh. open my mouth to say something so ungodly <laughs> and I will be like, Lord, it's not that big of a deal. Please calm me down. <laughs> I'll be like, oh my mm, God, calm me down. It's not that big of a deal. I'm going to go on with my day. I'm still going to live and the person who cut me off, bless them. <laughs> just bless them Lord and but it it's even in those moments like I could go off I could pull up next to that person and cuss them out or do something crazy and I could and I'll be wearing a cross around my neck and that person would be like um that's who got it right because not that like and what I'm not saying by (laughs) my explanation is not that I have the power to save somebody but God working through me does exactly, and so if I'm ref- we are a reflection of oh, God because who else is going to show other people the grace of God besides exactly. ourselves as Christians and as the body of Christ? Like we are the ones who reflect that to people now because Jesus isn't here anymore. Like God isn't a physical being on earth, so we are the ones made in His image to show other people what it looks like to follow God. Yeah. And so if we're sitting here wearing crosses around our necks and Jesus loves you on our shirts and we're walking around being rude to everybody, cussing them out and, you know, treating them terribly, then that's what people's idea of God is going to be. Because they're going to be like, well, they're a Christian. I don't want nothing to do with that. I don't want to go to church because that's all Christians are like that. That's how God is. That's how God treats me. You know, even though we know that's not true because we're still humans and of course we're going to make mistakes, but like that's how people who aren't saved are going to look at it as. I have literally two things from that. Um, my first thing. <laughs> um, well, my second thing, maybe it'll come to me okay. as I talk, but my second thing is like, I just have a prime example of this. Like the p- people I met in California, if I, if they didn't show kind next to me, I would have been like, Oh, I'm not coming to that church. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not hanging out with you anymore. And they're the reason why I came to church and got taped. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think about that. I often think about that because if they wouldn't have given me a chance, like I wouldn't know Jesus like I do today. Mm-hmm. So I give a lot of credit for them for being like the example Jesus put us on earth to be like mm-hmm. show people the love of Jesus. He didn't he doesn't want us to be rude to people. I don't remember my second point. But anyways, <laughs> but that goes we could go off of that point too because if we don't hang out with like yes. our family or our friends that aren't quote unquote, I don't even like always saying like safe. Yeah. But like aren't following yeah like whatever you guys know what i mean by saying not saved yeah but whatever um we need to hang out with those people because otherwise who's going to be praying for them who's going to be witnessing to them who's going to be ministering to them Mm -hmm. you know who's going to be able to say god's word to them when they're in a negative point of mind even if that's not necessarily what they're looking for yep like there's not going to be anybody in their lives who are going to do it. So it's still important to be around those people and not isolate from those people. And like we've talked about in the past, like obviously there's a time for separation and God does do that to sanctify us because he knows if we're around our old influences, there's a likely chance that we won't change. Mm -hmm. But so there is a time. 
But also, like, once you are in a good place and you are strong in your faith and you're maturing and you know you're not going to waver, then you do need to go back and get those people. Yeah, and show them. Because I, like, think about, too, like, one time, for example, I went somewhere with my family. Mm -hmm. They were all drinking and smoking and doing whatever they do. (laughs) And I was literally, like, I was hanging out with my niece and my cousin. And they're, like, teenagers. They're Mm -hmm. in middle school age. And I remember thinking in my head, I'm like, I was irritated because I was just irritated about everyone around me because this is in a point where I was like, I can't be around drinking. Like yeah. I could not be around drinking, but I went to this place because I wanted to. Like, I don't know, like it's fun going up there. And so I'm up there and I'm like so irritated. And I remember thinking like, oh, I don't like next time I'm not even coming. Like yeah. I'm just staying home. And then I was talking about it with our counselor and she was like, you got to remember two things you're the example for them that you don't need a drink and you're showing your niece and your cousin that there's so many other things to do rather Mm. than go out and drink and get super drunk and I was like wow like it helped my perspective so much she was like who else would be hanging out with them and reading the word with them up there like no one like you're up there to show them the grace of God like don't get eared like you can stay away you can show them like no I told you I wasn't going to be part of this like I'm not so that really helped me realize like you can be around those people and still show people love yeah and show them god's grace in those moments that's so good so that's yeah. just, it's really just a flip of perspective yeah exactly but an example that i have of like a time where i've really needed to check my heart in like forgiveness is when they and i first started dating like he had a lot of girlfriends and I was accepting of it, but it was something that I definitely had to get used to because in past relationships, like, that was never... I don't want to say a lot. No, it wasn't allowed. Like, I wasn't allowed to have guy friends, and I definitely, because of that, didn't trust them to have girlfriends. It was just made, like, this very... Whatever. They were obviously not God-centered relationships. Um, But... So it was something I really had to get used to. And there was this one girl in particular that, like, later on in our relationship, it really started to be a problem because I felt that boundaries were being overstepped and I had to have multiple conversations with Xavier and being like, hey, like, I don't feel comfortable. I'm trying to do this in a healthy way. Um, Like, can we work through it? And through this process, though, I was building up a lot of anger and a lot of frustration with the other person because I'm like, they should just know that this is not appropriate for a man who's engaged like it's just not appropriate and I felt that it was his place to step in and say something because I'm like I don't want it to be like I'm looking like manipulative or whatever or like stepping in somewhere that I shouldn't like I wanted him to be able to say it but eventually I was talking to one of my mentors and she was like I think it's appropriate for you to say something because you're feeling so strongly about this and through this process I developed a friendship with this person too and it was somebody that I cared about that I do care about and but it was so hard for me to like because of past trauma and because of past abusive relationships to look past things that I felt she was doing that was inappropriate and so all this to say is that it was a process to be able to forgive this person and sometimes it still is but I'm learning and like that's just an example if I were to act out of character because of how I was feeling 
that could have ruined that friendship that could have ruined Zay's friendship with them and it wouldn't have been a good look Mm -hmm. but choosing to rise above and not go with what my flesh wanted to do and yell at them and you know whatever nothing was really ruined in the crossfire of feeling angry and resentful and yeah like not wanting to forgive that person yeah yeah and I think too like the fact that you were like no I know that I'm feeling these things and like not that you were just because before like it before I was saved I would just be like "Mm, I'm just mad and I'm gonna let myself be mad but then like taking the time to be like okay I'm upset I want to figure out why I'm upset like not just jumping into it like you said and acting out like being like well I'm mad so I'm gonna act like I'm mad you know and for me it's a struggle because I'm the same way like when I'm mad I want to stay mad and somebody could try to be positive around me and try to be like look at the bright side and I'd be like no like I want to sit in this like I'm mad I still want to do that don't get me wrong like that's still what feels right to me (laughs) naturally like that's what the heck I want to do but I know that that's not biblical and I know that that's not how God wants me to so in that case I have to get out of my flesh and do what he wants me to and sometimes my flesh wins I'm not gonna lie sometimes I'm angry I yell I'm mad I cry whatever I talk about it later and regret that I acted that way yeah but yeah I choose and more times than not now I'm able to be like okay God how do you want me to act in this situation because you know I'm gonna act unjust you know (laughs) I'm not gonna act right so you control my flesh right now because it could get bad but yeah I um just thought about you know how we always bring up like if we want to get patience, like, what is God going to do? Is he going to get, like, teach us how to be patient? Or is he going to give us, like, or is he going to give us patience? Or is he going to teach us how to be yeah, patient? Yeah. It's like, is God just going to be like, oh, here's unforgiveness. Like, drop it on us. Yeah, he, he gonna, doesn't do yeah, that. The way gonna, that God answers prayers most times is testing us mm-hmm. with things to teach us. Mm-hmm. It's always through lessons. Like, it's not just like, oh, sprinkle some unforgiveness on you yeah. today and now you're Sweet. over yeah, it. Exactly. You'll never deal with that again. No. Exactly. That's not life. That's not practical. Mm-hmm. Like, he can heal emotions in us to make it easier, sure. But again, that's still a process and he still puts obstacles in front of us to learn them. Yeah. Like, that's there's another example too. I don't know if you care to listen, but do I'll, it. I'll, okay, I'll give another little story. But, I've been doing them all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, a big one for me was like friendship and people like old. I don't want to say old friends, but like friends from high school or friends from my childhood that I had to learn to forgive. That I felt I don't want to say abandoned me, but like we've talked about in the past, like abandonment is a huge thing for me because I didn't have my parents in my life and a lot of people in my life that I was close to left at a young age so it was hard for me to build that trust with people and then once I did I thought that they were never going to leave and then when I became Christian as some of you may know like people tend to I don't want to say leave but distance themselves because they don't They think that you've changed or they don't want to live that way. And so they think that just because now you're a Christian, you're going to try to push your beliefs on them. Whatever their excuses are, they end up being distant. And that was really hard for me to stop being invited to things, to stop them just texting me and checking up on me. It It almost felt like they were mad at me for having faith now in my life. It was weird. But... um. 
you know, I understand that God does things on purpose and he sees what's best for you. But it was really, really hard for me to forgive people who I felt were my best friends that kind of left me. And I understand, I guess, because it can be uncomfortable for somebody. But I feel like I know myself and I know I wouldn't have pushed that onto them. But maybe they didn't know that. But that was, and now I'm genuinely to a place where I've forgiven them and those situations. But it was a really hard process. Like it took about a year for me to really truly forgive and yeah so that's just another example because I know friendships sometimes they're more painful than actual relationships Mm -hmm. especially friendship breakups can be so painful and for me they really really are because I hold on to people really tight because I just love the people who come into my life so much but when it's rooted in like abandonment and feelings of like rejection it can become really unhealthy because then you have unhealthy attachments to people. And so that's something that God's continuously working on me with still, even into my adulthood. And I feel like I'll still struggle with it for a while, but I'm I'm healing. But learning to forgive those people, because sometimes the people who are hurting you don't really even realize that they're hurting you, especially if you haven't communicated in the proper way. And so that's a big thing too, not just assuming that they know but having a conversation with them. Yeah, I really struggle with that also. Like when people, I don't want to say when people leave, but when people stop talking to me, I'm like, what did I do? Mm -hmm. And then I go down this spiral and I'm like, one, I'm not being right to myself. And two, like they don't even know that they're doing this to me, like Josh just said. So it's just like the fact of this going through my mind is like I'm putting things in my mind that shouldn't be there. Yeah. And that's what unforgiveness does, starts doing to you. Because you're like sitting there like, hmm, mm-hmm. this and that. And it's just causing all these things. And I just, I don't know, it's very hard. And it isn't just like a thing, again, where you're just like, all right, I'm fine now. Yeah. It's not. And mm-hmm. that's another reason why I had to start learning how to forgive myself because I'm like, I can't keep being mad at myself for feeling the way I feel. Exactly. So, yeah, I definitely feel that story a lot. Thank you for sharing that. But I'm so freaking tired, you guys. So I think it's going to be a little bit of a short one today. But I just wanted to bring it back to the scripture that we started with because for those of you who haven't heard that scripture yet or for those of you who haven't even heard the Bible, I just want to remind you of what it says. So it's Ephesians 4.32 again. And it says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. And I just want to leave it at that point. We love you guys so much. Follow us at Save the Girls Podcast. And we will see you next week. Yes, because we want to save the girls.